selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Four, three. <clears throat> what up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin on stage. She's that chick angel. Welcome to another podcast episode. Smash that like button. Smash that notification button. But bringing you all the podcasts of 2021. Hot bangers. Banger, 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 banger every week, Wednesday morning, and Friday or Saturday for Patreon. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Hello. Angel. Yes. Good to see you. My friend. Kevin, you know what I'm excited about? What? It's Keep Your Distance Week. Keep it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Keep Your Distance Week. Keep Your Distance Week. Make sure to get your tickets, stage crew, uh, cat, put the, remind them of what the code is for them. Uh, everybody else, we got a great show lined up for you once again. All great comedians, hosted by yours truly. If you missed last week, you missed it. If you missed Tony Baker and Friends, that was a show. You missed it. Uh, so don't miss it. <clears throat> Get the best in up and coming emerging artists, mm-hmm. black comedians, emerging artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're on the subject, I saw a couple comments on the Keep Your Distance thing that I want to address. If these are not bad, these are not wrong, I get it. I saw one that said, I don't know none of these people, I don't want to buy a ticket. The whole point is to learn about new comedians for a low price. Right. Okay. A very low price. Only $15 for an hour and a half. That's <clears throat> no parking. Nope. No drink minimums. No tips. No Ubers. No Ubers. No dress code. No, no dress code. You can you be gotta watch balls out. Balls out. Balls out. Toes out. Titties out. Whatever out. You could be musty. Nobody will care. Right, right. So anyway, you're also supporting comedians who are not working at the same rate they are working usually. Mm-hmm. Um, or some people, this is the biggest show they've ever done. And secondly, somebody said, uh, only three of these people are headliners. Listen, for the most part, everybody on Keep Your Distance is headline. I like to stack it with headliners and people you haven't heard of. What's up, Angel? When you go to a regular comedy show, you only get one headliner. That's Head <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Why are you That's even a having a fantastic point? Angel. You get one headliner. You know you... what my agent said to me one time? What did he say? Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? It's very, very few black comedians can tour alone on their own name. Absolutely right. He was saying, Jim Gaffigan, you know him? Uh, he's my 
probably top three. Okay. Jim Gaffigan, white dude, tours alone, $150, for his thing. He said when you see a ticket, Mm -hmm. they be making Sebastian Maniscalco bread. Back in the day, Dane Cook bread. Okay. Um, But he said you can see Martin Lawrence, uh, Michael Blackson, Mike Epps, and, you know, somebody else for half the price. He said it's hard. In the promotional world to sell black headliners, unless you're Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Chris Rock. There's hardly anybody else that is a black headliner. And I'm talking about headlining arenas, not comedy yeah, clubs. I'm talking arenas. about large theaters or arenas. And I was like, it is true. And, you, and I just seen Michael Blackson, Country Wayne, uh, Carlos Miller. you getting six, seven people. That's a lot of people. And it's not usually the same cost. <clears throat> and um, I just thought, well, dang, man. Why we can't did why can't well, we can't did that? Mm. So anyway, um, support black people, yes. you know, because we live for the people, and I die for the people, uh-huh. and I am for, for the people, people, and I love for, for my people, people. and I'm gonna live for, for my people. people. Yeah, I know why I'm getting these jobs. You ain't the going British in? actors have been taking my jobs. Oh my god, Daniel gosh. Kaluuya. He's amazing. He auditioned for everything I auditioned for, and then he got it, and then he turned it down and gave somebody else, and they forgot about me. Oh, no. Daniel Kaluuya as Fred Hampton. Lakeith Hampton as as Bill O'Neill. Lakeith was acting. Dominique Fishback as Deborah Johnson. Low-key, she's great. Mm -hmm. She is. She has been great in a lot of stuff. I've only seen her one other thing. She was in uh, Power. Yeah, that's the one she other thing. She was in this. She was in one more movie I just I saw with her. This. I did not see this. Oh. What a cute little baby face. Can she I? was Anthony Mackie played her dad in something. Hmm. Yes, I she, don't know what it was. Can I just say, while I thought that uh, Daniel Kaluuya did a wonderful job, mm-hmm. I really wish they would have cast someone else. Oh, you didn't think he lived for the people? He lived for you the people. You didn't think he died for the people? He died for you the people. You didn't think he was? I am. It's just a revolutionary. This is the one critique. This is it. Because I know Daniel Kaluuya's age, it took away from me the fact that um, Fred Hampton was so young. Right. He's 21, That's, right? He, he was, was 20, 21. Like three months into being 21. When yes. He that was the only thing is that like. He looked 30. It, yes, I felt like I was seeing a 30-year-old man moving this revolution rather I, than a, a dang near a boy. I agree. Here's we the only lied. thing, though. Pictures of Fred Hammond, he looked lied. like a man. <laughs> and that's oh, back God. in the day, black folks. You, yeah, they Clyde act. Drexler. Have you seen pictures of Clyde, Clyde Drexler? No, mm-hmm. no, no. Pull up Clyde Drexler, 27-year-old. He looked 48. <laughs> Clyde had the full coldie. I'm talking about in his prime. He was like, what about if I put the Goldie on and dunk on you? I feel like life was hard. Look at the 70s when they was 18, 19, 20. Uh, yeah, no. They, they was looking like, say, Jack, I'm down at the mid. I'm down. Wow, yes. Love but I wise. do agree that it doesn't give you. I low-key was like, man, you, you were 21? I didn't get that oh, until boy. I was looking up more of Fred Hammond. Then right. I was really like. This was a baby who this did a this. Baby and Bill O'Neill was young. Deborah, yeah. they, they all the people, a baby, bro. all the people. They were fearful of a baby. 
Josh, mm-hmm. and this is People the frustrating things. thing about being black. When I was watching that movie, and I'll be honest, internet, internet me, I know. You're supposed to know every single thing about the world. Mm-hmm. You want to know how I heard about Fred Hampton? Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Really? I arrived the day Fred Hampton died. Oh, that's how that's he, the he brought first that, time he brought I heard of Fred Hampton. Song that you I know, I know, blacks. We're supposed to know everything. I took all the Afrim classes I could take in UW. They actually stopped me, probably because I didn't go to HBCU right to here. Oh, they didn't have. I, t- I, I took lo- so many. I, I did not learn. This I is. I learn. took this class in high school. So. Oh well, great. Angel and it, just is no. the no, best. No, no, I'm like. I, this is not shade. This is like. That's how things should be. Mm-hmm. I am Angel. not a diaspora hater. You better stop. Uh, <laughs> somebody said that in the comments. Yes, Angel is a diaspora hater. You better stop <laughs> your lies. So. Uh, I didn't learn hardly anything about black history in high school outside of George Washington Carver and Peanuts. Oh, no. Eli Whitney, stuff like that. No, I had a real, real black, black teacher. We, oh, I didn't uh, have the luxury of no black teachers. Oh, he was teaching. I was like, I don't even think you're allowed to teach us this. But okay. Yeah. Uh, we watched Eyes on the Prize. You I, watched that? Yes. In high school? In high school. Really? Yes. I was so shocked. Like, it didn't. When I was that young, because I think I was when I took the class, I was like sixteen and seventeen. So uh, while we learned about the uh, Black Panther Party, I don't think I correlated that man's interview in the demise yeah. and all. I, I don't think I correlated at the time. So when I was watching it last night, I was like, oh, it brought it back to your remembrance. Yeah, like it because when. We were learning about the Black Panther Party. Obviously, most of the focus was in... Huey Newton and Bobby Seale? Yes. It was everything happening in um, the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. More so than in Chicago. But I'm like, oh, man. Like, I, I remember somebody saying the one thing they really liked about this movie is that they did uh, finally put some emphasis on what the Black Panther movement was doing in Chicago because most people don't know. Right. It's all about what was happening on the West Coast. And again, I don't like to use biopics to like determine what my knowledge is about something. Like as soon as I, I was as I was watching it, I was like, and let me look this up. Mm-hmm. And who are the the Green Beret people? Oh, this is an amalgamation of these other folk. Like yeah, the crowns. Yeah, the crowns. I was like, who are the crowns? And Probably, so I was like, I thought Chicago was like Latin Kings and the, uh, GDK and stuff. You were like, what is what is all? I, I never heard of the crowns, but yeah, it makes more crowns, sense yeah. than to be like, let's just be like the gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Instead of like a beef, a specific, <laughs> specific gang, right? The crowns, yeah, which could be the Crips, the Bloods, the, the Latin, whoever it is, all the yeah. above, yeah, mm-hmm. all of the above. Um, I was angry mm. because. I knew, right, with with Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and SNCC, like how the U.S. government actively, I I mean, even even the Black Panther Party, Mm -hmm. Huey Newton, Bobby Seale, how they actively use disinformation and sowing discord and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did not realize how the United States government the FBI, in, in coordination with the Cook County Police, mm-hmm. took basically, not even basically, took out, like assassinated Fred Hampton. That's exactly what like they did. Assassin, like like they, they do this in other countries all the time. Right. To political leaders to prop other ones up or they have fake leaders or kill people, overthrow people all the time. Mm-hmm. They, they murdered a U.S. citizen for words. For words. 
for words. Imagine what would have happened if Malcolm, by the way, Fred Hampton would be, I believe, 73 if he wasn't murdered Mm. uh, today. Wow. So that puts into perspective, like, we know people who are 73. My mother Mm. is a couple of years shy of that. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine what life might have looked like if Martin Luther King lived to be old age. If Malcolm X lived to be old age, yeah. Fred Hampton, Asada Shakur, if not, not she's not dead, but like if they all were able to stay in the United States, States. Yeah. Right. And here's the thing about Fred Hampton that was even more dangerous than the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. It was the Rainbow Coalition. I know. When you get the blacks, the Puerto Ricans, the Young yeah. Patriots, which was basically MAGA. Mm-hmm. He had them all like low key. Yeah. It's more of us than it is y'all. The FBI was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. We cannot no. have yeah. same thing with Martin Luther King. The, the story goes, all that civil rights, this and that, okay, you good. Yeah. Once you start talking about the economic disadvantages and it's about all poor people, yeah. then they were like, if all the poor people come together, whiteness and the power structure is in danger. Oh, absolutely. And that's the more dangerous thing than Fred Hampton being about black people about being about all poor people, it's way more poor people. Yes, there's more poor and people. And you can't protect the whole power structure if all... You could have had a legit revolution. Yeah. If all them... Absolutely. That was just Chicago. That was just he Chicago. He was only... Tw- imagine him... Because tw- he was listening to Malcolm X getting yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. Imagine him at 25, 30, he, 35. That is what I'm saying. Like, that. that was why that was my big pet peeve is because... I really did not get to feel that essence of like if they would not have snuffed out his future, how many more years we would have potentially had him and how big his revolution right. would have been. And, but also it just because I was all into it and like a, I was like researching at the same time how young a lot of these leaders were in oh, yeah. especially in the Black Panther uh, Party. A lot of these they were college students. College. And I low key angel. I, this is just an honest moment. I low-key felt like, Kevin, you ain't did nothing. <laughs> right, but that's that's exactly what it makes you feel like. I, I mean, especially 21-year-old Kevin. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have my own bed. <laughs> I have a dorm room. I have my own. Actually, by 20, I had my own apartment. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wasn't leading no rallies. I wasn't advancing my, my racist cause. I mean, I went to a couple of protests in college, yeah. overthrew some affirmative action cookies. But for the most part, I was just like... Oh, I got to be at church on Sunday. Right. It's imagine like who gets ignited in their college movement. Because that's when I was going to protest and rallies Mm -hmm. and stuff was when I was in college. And now I think as we get older in like things become more precious to us. Our our personal things, our children become more precious. Our spouses become more precious. So we just like we ain't put because he was just like. Uh, no, my body belongs to the people. And she was like, nigga, I got a baby in me. What are you talking and about? He was like, I, I live for the people. Yes. And I die. And listen, also, I want to go back to what started the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was to monitor police brutality. Yes. In, in black neighborhoods. Yeah. And to give out free breakfast. Yeah. It was free breakfast. Yeah. It was protect black people. And free breakfast for kids. Yeah. Like, that was it. They covered that a lot in the movie. Like, we want the kids to have free breakfast, clinics, but we're talking about food. Food. Health, exercise, medical clinics, food, the basics of, of life. Not 
terrorists. You know, Jagger who was like, they're terrorists. These people want free education, healthcare, and food. And I have a problem with food. You know, yeah. I eat too much of it. Hey, Chick fil A for breakfast. You see yours on the thing. No, come on. That's why I have a noon. Did you see it coming? Uh, no, no, tell me. Think about everything you ever learned <laughs> about getting healthy. There's a lot of contradictory information out there. And things like the old fashioned food pyramid ain't much help. You know, I thought the food pyramid was real. When I was in school, Josh, I said, three servings of bread, done. <laughs> sugar, done. But I flipped mine upside down. I said, I'm going to put the sugar at the bottom and eat all that. And then I found out the whole thing's a farce, Joshua. It's all made up by the bread industry and big milk. It was big milk big who was milk. trying to get us to be using dairy and big milk. Them doggone commercials, milk does the body good. Got milk. Doesn't. But big milk wants you to think it does. They, it's big dairy. You got big pharma, big tech, big milk. Okay, listen. I've been saying for the longest time I want to lose 20, 30. I want to feel good in my pants. I don't want to be wearing size 40 no more. I want to mm-hmm. be back to 38. That's I was, behind I was this, Kev. 18 years old. That's all. I don't have to be a certain weight. Mm-hmm. I know I said 20, 30, but I don't have to be if I look good. Mm-hmm. Me and The Rock weigh the same. We don't look the same, Josh. Okay. I look like the Rocky Road. Mm-hmm. And I want to look like the Rock. I want to feel good, smell good, Feels be good. good. And that's because Noom. Noom is forgiving because you're human. If you go off track today, like I did, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> shout out to y'all, you'll be back on track tomorrow. Or maybe you won't, but probably you will because you're using Noom. <laughs> Everyone's busy. That's why Noom doesn't demand much of your time. They only ask for 10 minutes a day. That's it? Oh, yeah. Just 10? Over 80% of Noomers, that's what we're called, Finish the program, and over 6% of numers have stuck with the goals for at least one year. Now, listen to this. There's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash S-K. S-K. Learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash S-K. S-K. Ready to learn how to live healthier? Sign up for Noom today at Noom.com slash SK. SK. Back to the people. I agree with you about the age thing. Here's the other thing, though. Uh If there was an actor who could have captivated me like Daniel and the age, yes. I wouldn't have wanted somebody who was just young to to, to capture the youngness. But then not deliver the performance. Then like, mom, they was young, but then I just didn't feel it. You know what? I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I no, was no. gonna say it would have been fire. Would have been young Idris from Snowfall. I knew that's who you were gonna say. Damson. Yes. Damson. Damn. Damson. He I, looks young too. Yes, he that's does. He looks. Saying. I mean, he is in his twenties. Um, How Damson? He's twenty something. Can't be more than twenty four. I don't. 25. I don't know if I have seen. Listen. If I knew of an actor, I would. He's twenty nine. He would have been perfect. He's he twenty nine. Uh, that is that. This that pretty like melanin Webb. skin. Brisha Webb do not look. Brisha Webb could play an eighteen year old right now. He'd be like, "Dang, Brisha Webb." She act forty. That my best friend act forty. Brisha. <laughs> yeah. She don't look it though. She don't look it. Remember Stacey Dash and Clueless? Now that one. Now Jesus. you know who look old. Them white folks in Greece. I said, "Now listen here, the one who went to beauty school with the short hair." Uh, I don't her remember her name. Let me see. The dark, and then her boyfriend was Suko, I believe. Cast of Greece. That woman was no younger than 48 years old in high school. I said, now listen, I, I'll, I'll give you Olivia Newton-John. Uh, you talking about Stockard Channing? She paid, played Betty, Betty Rizzo? Rizzo. Rizzo, there. Rizzo was a smooth 48. Yeah, Rizzo. She looked the bus driver, not the child. Olivia Newton-John looked cute, though. She did, but Rizzo... <laughs> 
She looked like tell them large Marge sent you. She looked like she she pushed the uh forty eight uh, wheeler. Why is it large, large Marge? Marge from Pee Wee Herman? Yes, that's what she looked. She said, "I mean, girl, I know you ain't 18. Oh, you got an eighteen year old at home. You picking up kids from they high school? They be looking old. They be looking old. They lied to our face in Greece. Yeah, I said, who they let the director's wife get in that high school? <laughs> That woman is 48. She was a beauty school girl. You opened the beauty school. That's how they do uh, uh, stomp the yard with them 10th uh, year seniors up in there. Them men be looking old as hell. Talk about five gamma mu. Five gamma mu. And it's just like, don't you got to pick up your your freshman that attends here? We repping Thetas. Thetas. The fake stuff of stuff just be sounding so t- Terrible. It be horrible. And they were using other Greek letters, but somehow they seem so. We the Thetas over here. I was like, what? And then their step shows always is just like, what step show you been to with pyrotechnics? Have y'all not been to one? At the most, it's going to be a cardboard cutout of a pyramid. That's Maybe. about the most that you're going to get. You know them school ain't going to go for fireworks? <laughs> fireworks? Uh, no. See, y'all ain't got that much money. That car wash did not raise that much money for you all to be able to have pyrotechnics. No, they didn't. But anyways, I don't know if I know of an actor that that I can think off off the top of my head that I'm for sure could pull it off. But that's also what casting is all about. You yeah. find, you find, I mean, well, of course the they went for star power. Yes. That's the thing about movies that I think we forget. Mm-hmm. Right. And here's another thought I would like your thoughts on. Mm-hmm. Movies are made to make money primarily. Absolutely. The best actor in the world who could have been 18 mm-hmm. and could have conveyed Fred Hampton better than anybody on earth. Right. If he's unheard of, then that movie doesn't get a wide release. It might get made, but it's a low budget thing. Right. Like they had a, the the right level of people mm-hmm. to get that movie made. I think the budget was $26 million. Um, Daniel and Lakeith, they haven't broken through the superstardom to where they're getting like Denzel, Idris, you know, even the rock, Kevin Hart, well, I don't know if Kevin Hart gets paid crazy. I know he gets paid more to promote. But um, it was a perfect role for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that movie doesn't get made without Daniel Kaluuya, who's low-key had a pretty good run. Uh, the last five years? Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya is a superstar now. Get Out. Get Out is Daniel Kaluuya unheard of. Mm-hmm. But Jordan Peele is what sold the movie. Yeah. And the trailer. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it always kind of works uh, like that. I do think Daniel Kaluuya... I'm sorry, friends in UK. Daniel Kaluuya mm-hmm. and Lakeith will be able to open movies yeah. in their future. Yeah, and I think Dominique Fishback is is a rising star. Hopefully, they don't try to snuff her out. I feel like uh, I think she's I think she's amazing. I think her um, nuances that she has are completely different than anybody else I've ever seen. Mm. Just the way the moments. The moments and the things that she chooses to do in those moments, I feel like, are so hers. They're nobody else's. Mm. Um, but will they, will Hollywood champion her like they should? I don't know. I hope they do. It looks like black Hollywood is into her. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like all of Hollywood should be into her because she's good. She's very good. She's really, really good. Algie Smith was good. He was. Uh, he played Jake. Uh, he was on something I shot recently. Uh, he did New Edition as well. He, he played Ralph Tresvan. Tresvan. He was in The Hate You 
the hate you give. Mm-hmm. Um, he's good. Yeah, he's a likable little little dude. He's, he's a likable little dude, um, and I liked him in this role. It was very different. Too. It's very different than what I'm used to seeing him in. It's you know, he's a little pretty face boy who can sing. So to see him play someone that was just so, especially at the end, so tormented by what was going on, and then deciding, well, if I'm gonna go out. I'm taking a couple of you with me. Man, let me tell you what. <sighs> My husband was so triggered. He That's all he kept saying. <sighs> this is really triggering me. I was like, "You, how many times are you going to tell me? I had to watch Shit's <laughs> Creek after. Oh, bless Me you. and Melissa were like, Melissa was like, I need something light. Especially I, with I that need, last scene. Oh. <sighs> I, I, and I, I watched that whole movie with like a lump in my chest because you know how it ends. And and you just like the the worst part was the like light moments with him and her and like when he found out she was pregnant and his fear of going back to prison and talking about like a part of me had to die to be in there mm-hmm. like that wasn't a light moment but like uh, the the love around the revolution yeah. that wasn't about the struggle mm-hmm. you know like and also I want to go back to the U.S. government for just one second please let's go throwing some random charges on Fred Hampton that 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 resulted in a real prison sentence for some ice cream always utterly ridiculous j edgar hoover there's buildings still named after him he single-handedly is responsible for a lot of deaths of black leaders yeah like single-handedly and and we just be like the hoover building mm-hmm. i mean we don't be like that but yeah. people be like that america man i was watching and i was like man like they really be hating black people oh yeah full time full time Systemic oppression, you cannot bear the weight of you the, the the weight of the entire United States government. Which is essentially what Fred Hammond Fred Hampton had to deal with. He did. One lone man having an entire government gunning after him and ha- still having to do it in such a like sneaky, like snake like way. Mm-hmm. Because the fact of the matter is, if they was just shown his hand and shot him in the street. Right. That would have been one thing, but instead they had him be poisoned by another black man. Oh, and that part hurt me, Angel. The fact that they are able to use us against us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the threat of prison. That was all they needed. And not even that much time. Five years? Five years. I mean, the like. Six and a half, you got them together. I mean, not to say that prison in any uh, amount isn't terrible, but like. This wasn't a life sentence. This wasn't death sentence. But he was like, I'd rather take a man's life than to spend any amount of time in prison. And imagine if we didn't have overwhelming poverty. Yeah. Right? And he didn't even, if, if Bill O'Neill didn't even have to steal cars. Yeah. Right? Imagine if he had parents who had money to send him to college or get him a, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's why I say it's a whole, it's a system. Mm-hmm. It's not just one thing. Yeah. By the way, you're going through a, uh, you've been through the process of selling a house, yeah. buying a house. Josh has not. Uh, I have. Um, <laughs> there's a story that broke this week, but it's happened before. Black people put all this money into their house. Mm-hmm. White person comes and appraises their house. Yeah. Comes in super low. Oh. They have white people pose as the owners of the house. Appraisal comes in high. Mm-hmm. This is how the system of oppression and racism. You literally are taking money out of people's hands yeah. because you think just because black people live in this house, 
it's less valuable and you take literal money out of their house. Listen, the last house that we bought and, uh, when we sold it, excuse me, I got a burp. Excuse me. All right. We had out the pictures of us up in the house and the, uh, <laughs> the bids were not coming in and we were just like, but all the realtors that we had talked to were like, oh, this house is going to go quick. It's going to mm-hmm. go quick. So me and Marcus were like, let's take all of our pictures up out of here. Offers started coming in. Really? Like it. They saw them black faces and they were like. Nah. They were like, we don't want the stench of blackness in this house. There's no way to clean that out. There's What can we do about it? That's just, just we'll have to burn it down before we could ever live in it. It is amazing. Um, and I think it's crazy when people feel as though the issue of racism is a thing of the past when if you just look at how strong it was like you know okay you don't want to deal with slavery because you feel like slavery is too far away right but if you if the fact that one man one party of people who literally their own thing their whole thing was we're tired of the police badgering and killing us in the streets so we're now going to police them so that they don't feel so comfortable to come up in our neighborhoods and harass people for just living mm-hmm. the fact that a whole branch of government or excuse me or uh what do you call it what is the fbi organization of government would focus on this little organization Mm -hmm. this is you know they have some chapters here and there meanwhile the ku klux klan been out here i mean just having a blast literally doing acts of terrorism literally like literally doing acts of terrorism these people out patrolling and giving breakfast and they're like Kill them. Though. Kill them. It's also hard to police the clan when you are when the police are the clan. You gotta work as clan later. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's what I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. How you gonna arrest me? I'm the cop. Yeah, I you know, I ain't gonna arrest myself. <laughs> oh, you have the right to remain silent. I have the right to speak. I have the right to do whatever I want to. And that's pretty much how it's been. So, I mean, I'm glad that this movie got made. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, no, I didn't mean go to cut you off. This is the thought that you had. This is something I want to challenge. I saw on Twitter, and I know Twitter can be such a lot. Yeah. Somebody was saying, and this I disagree with wholeheartedly. Somebody was saying on Twitter, um, basically, we you shouldn't. Well, let me back up. I want to phrase it correctly. Basically, the the conversation that was happening on Twitter wasn't just one person. Was like. You shouldn't make these movies. If people want to learn about these people, you should read about them. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel like... like yep. uh, that's what I feel like. Go ahead. Like Hamilton. <laughs> I don't mean to stop you. <laughs> Please continue. It's my, that's an amen. Like Hamilton, amen. A lot of these stories, especially Fred Hampton, the bottom line is, the bottom line is, a lot of people will learn about Fred Hampton first from this movie. Then, hopefully, they go read about him. A lot of people aren't going to just know, I should go read about Fred Hampton. For example, Malcolm X, a lot of people's introduction to Malcolm X, for real, was Spike Lee's movie, mm-hmm. Malcolm X. I then went and watched, I mean, I've heard of Malcolm X, but learning about his like upbringing and all that stuff from Spike Lee movie. And then later on, I went and uh, read the autobiography of Ma- Malcolm X. So I think film has the ability to get a message out to a large amount of people that otherwise would not have heard about that. Like Tulsa, 
did a good job of it in the first episode of Regina King HBO show. Night. Uh, Watchmen. 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 Son of a Watchmen. I didn't know about. I mean, I knew about Tulsa before that, but yeah. I didn't grow up learning about Tulsa. Right. I didn't know about the 1985 bombing of the Philadelphia. Uh, the Philadelphia police bombed the black mm-hmm. citizens. Didn't know about that till like maybe three or five years ago. Yeah. On Twitter, they were like, you didn't know? No, I didn't know. I didn't didn't know. I didn't live in Philadelphia. They didn't teach that in high school or college. I mean, I quasi agree, though. I said this before when we were talking about this when they released the trailer, is that I am a little bit like, I'm kind of over all these biopics. And I understand that, like, putting the making the masses know that these people exist and that these movements happen are important but i'll always say that educational reform is where i would prefer energy to be put in is that if it's important for us to know about abraham lincoln and george washington then it should be important for us to learn about these movements and especially the way black people were treated Mm -hmm. and i get it like yes um we should be happy with however our history is being able to be told to the masses. But I feel as though because of that, then we don't get all the other really wonderful genres of, of movies that white people get. Like we don't get the fantasy films. We don't get to be werewolves. We don't get to be all these things. Instead, we're having to take an educational class every time inside the movie theater. It's just like I don't want to always have to learn in the movie theater. Sometimes I want to learn at home using Skillshare. Sometimes I want to be able to learn skills and crafts without having to leave my home. Okay. And that's why I am so glad that Skillshare is a sponsor of this podcast. No matter what 2021 brings, you can spend it creating something meaningful with Skillshare's online classes because it's time, because time is what we make of it. Skillshare's online learning community that offers memberships with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and support a fellow creative, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish the real, uh, real growth. Take your time. So, I know you, like, you see how I'll be like... Skillshare has some really great classes and especially in a time where a lot of people have had to pivot Mm -hmm. and learn uh, other things to be able to make money, to be able to grow their business. Skillshare is one of the places where you can spend just a just a nominal amount and learn something that could create you more revenue, whether it be graphic design, whether it be photography, whether it be music cooking, mixing, music, mixing, playing like I learned. Boom. I need to get back on my Skillshare guitar. I, I had not been on. You got to. You were getting so good there. I need, I need to get back on. Like one of my favorite classes is by Danielle Coke. It's an original by Skillshare and it's Instagram illustration, make shareable art for social change. So you're able to not only learn a skill for you to use to make money, but you can also use this skill to speak about whatever social change you want to make happen. So make sure you check out that class because it's dope. And it's by a black woman. Black woman. All right. So final thoughts on... Judas and the Black Messiah. One more thought. Please. That white man, Jesse Plemons, Mm -hmm. if he don't play a terrifying white man who always got something sinister in his mind, he don't do nothing else. He done did that in Breaking Bad. He did (sighs) it in another mob movie I watched. Uh In uh, Game Night, he played a creepy, weird cop neighbor, but it was funny. Mm-hmm. But he be creeping me out. Yeah, he's got that creepy look with the light eyebrows and eye, light eyelashes. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Them light eyelashes throw me off. Yeah, you like I, if it don't look like you got lashes, I can't trust you. Yeah, I wouldn't trust him. I used to date an albino girl who had light eyelashes. You real? Really? I did. Her name Come was on. Kathy. Remember the comic book Kathy? 
No. Okay, well, there was a comic strip called Kathy. My mom used to like it. And she bought a whole big pink book, and I gave it to Albino Kathy, and she didn't like it. And I had written it for her already. Oh, so I no. just put it back home, and my mom never noticed. Oh, no. Did she have blonde hair? She had blonde hair, blonde eyelashes. That wow. was my little girlfriend to be albino. I mean, we dated as children, but she didn't accept as my children. gift because her name was spelled with a C. Oh, that one And was Kathy K. was with a K. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. You don't talk about? Yes, I do. Yeah, she was yes. like always at work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And albino Kathy was like, nah, man. I don't know nothing get about this, that life. Get this with him. I don't know nothing about that life. Uh, uh, somebody <laughs> called him Evil Matt Damon. <laughs> That's that hilarious. That's Fleming. pretty spot on. That's he hilarious. is Evil Matt Damon. He's always that role. He's always that role. Just I a blimmer. Uh, my final thoughts was that the movie started off a little slow. Did you think so? I thought so. My gosh. And I couldn't understand what anybody was saying. after. I had to tell my children to shut up. Chairman Fred Hampton. Of the Black Panther Paul. Yeah, I was like, I cannot understand what they are. <laughs> I, I mean, you talk about that back button. I was like, listen, focus. Turn on the Me caption. Me to watch things with captions on for this reason. Yeah. No, I needed the caption on. And then I had Amar. So, uh... <laughs> It was a it was a it was a lot at first, and then um, after about halfway through, it definitely picked up for me, and I was like, okay. But I, the acting was superb, phenomenal from every cast member. Also, Lucas Brothers comedians wrote this, and here's what Kevin on Stage Studios aims to do. I don't think these stories shouldn't be told. I just think they shouldn't be the only stories told. Mm-hmm. A lot of times for black people, it feels like we're gonna get a twelve years a slave and the hell. Yes, and uh... we're not gonna get. We need our super bad Scott Pilgrim versus the world, mm-hmm. our coming of age movie, our light, our our date night with Steve Carell and Tina Fey. We need our we need more of those. They make some. Yeah. So what we aim to do, we're gonna fill the gap in there. Mm-hmm. You want light, you want fun, you're gonna come it. to Kevin Stage Studios. Yeah. If you gotta watch, you know, when they see us, and you're like, whoo, that was heavy. Then right after that, you say, I need to laugh. Come on to Kevin Stage Studios, watch the challenge show. Uh-huh. Watch us do football. Watch Spice Adams push to here into Tony Baker. I said, I that thought to here was going to bite his tongue off the way he hit it. I said, dude, oh, he going to bite his tongue. Listen, <laughs> I watched that clip of Spice pushing to here. He, was, he, he said, hold on, hold on, wait. He said, okay, okay, now wait. <laughs> it was like Spice, he clicked into NFL mind. Yes. You're still strong. We are regular people. Regular people in a park. We are, you can't do we this. Don't be, <laughs> and we don't be working. Listen, Angel probably works out the most of all of us at that time. At that time. Tony just walks. That's We're it. not ready to block previous NFL linemen. Off an right. explosive. I mean, it's like, <laughs> rip. Hold on. Yes. Why you did all that this, stuff this fast? Not, are we friends? here was like. I felt for my friend. I felt I felt for my friend. I was like, oh no. To hear felt pain even when he dapped him at the A. Listen. It's like, ah. That's what Kev on Stage Studios is. We're working on a lot of content. That is just light and fun. Yeah. You're going to get to learn high pain. I never had love. Mm-hmm. You're going to get that in Hollywood. But you want people being silly? Yeah. Having a good time? It's nice to have a place to escape. You got to listen, man. Yeah. Netflix learned that. Mm-hmm. They was like, we can't do all House of Cards, Orange and New Black. We need Love is Blind. Yeah. As Angel calls it, Love in the Pods. Love in the Pods. Uh, we need Bling Empire. Yeah. We need The Floor is Lava. The floor is live. Ain't nothing but double dare for adults. It is exactly <laughs> that. I've seen this. It's that. This was doggone double dare. Kevin, oh, yes. Oh, my gooding. Yes, because it's, bro, and honestly, even without the movies, just life. That's that's just why I'm saying. Just regular life we be need to be heavy. Yeah. We Come need over to- and watch some people be dumb. 
I don't need to be reminded sometimes of how crappy things are for us here. I'd be like, I know, I, you know, I just did it. I just did that. I just lived the crappy thing that you just did the right. movie about. I did that already. I don't want to do no more. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. Again, I understand its purpose. But for me, I'd rather us have some serious educational reform and uh, be able to teach this stuff in the classroom for uh, everybody. Yeah, and I also think black people, we are not afforded the joyous part of us. No. What joy? We'll get a biopic. We'll get raised biopic. We'll get biopics, McGee. I want our Nacho Libre. Yeah. I want our uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. I want our Hot Dumb Fuzz. and Dumber. Hot Fuzz. Scott Pilgrim. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. I want our our silly, our goofy, our Baby playful. Driver. Baby Driver. We be playing. We if did. somebody will play, we going to play. I mean, I, I, a lot of times I feel like this is what I really, really feel. A lot of times in movies, we are only reminded that our blackness is a burden. A burden, a struggle, and trauma, and pain. Instead of a beautiful birthright. And I just, <laughs> I just, I get tired of it. That's the reason why it's hard for me to champion these movies. To be like, everybody, go watch this. I you mean, know what you're putting people yes, on. Yes, yes. And while, yes, I always want to support black writers, black yep, actors, yep, yep, black yep, producers, yep. all of that. But I just, just don't want to ever view my skin color and my culture as a burden on my shoulders. And I feel like sometimes while that's not the purpose of these movies, that ends up being the residual result of it, in my opinion. Agreed. So if you want light and fun and funny, Mm -hmm. come on over to Laugh Row. (laughs) Laugh Row. There you go. Also, while I have you, if you're watching the challenge show, because y'all liked it so much, because we had only planned an eight-episode season. That's all we were doing. But because y'all liked it so much, we shot four more episodes. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm just now no longer sore from the last day of shooting. We shot four more episodes. going to take us some time soon. to edit. So there's a two-week hiatus, mm-hmm. and then you'll get four more. Uh, now we know we got to just do at least ten for season two. Yeah. We're actually starting to shoot season two next week. Mm. We're going to shoot it piece by piece. piece. What are y'all going to put in the place? Uh, is it just going to be no new content? No, we're going to find something. We're going to do a little bit of something. Okay, I was about to say, y'all could put one of the crafts and cocktails on there that's ready if you want to. No. Because okay. I want to wait till they're all ready. Okay. I want you to get the rollout you deserve. Okay. That's very uh, nice. By, by the way, also, Angel was my friend till yesterday. Then she became my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Angel gave me. We don't know best friends yet. Angel Jeez. said, "Hey, Kevin, you want to take our relationship to deeper level? <laughs> drink this. Drink all of this. And then three minutes later, drink, drink this. Drink this. <laughs> drink this elixir. And then go on set and drink the strongest drink ever known to man. Yeah. And then drink another with a little piece of this. Little piece. She said, "This is a shot. First of all, the shot glass was double of a regular. Yeah. And I said." <laughs> he was a dragon. I, I knew what the car, the felt. Yeah, but boy, and it took us a whole hour and a half. Yes, it I'm did. talking about. We was doing arts and crafts. Ain't no vacation Bible school no more. <laughs> Ain't no vacation Bible school. We was not paying them little cherubims. We was doing something else. It was a good time. I can't wait for you all to see the episode. Kev, really, 
Um, it's so funny when you're drunk, but you also are trying to let people know you're not as drunk as what you seem because then you seem drunker than what you are to everyone else. When they teach you in acting to play drunk, they don't teach you to play belligerent. They teach you to play I'm not drunk. Right. That's what people who are, first of all, I wasn't drunk. I was moderately <laughs> He didn't even know tipsy. that he was sitting under birds crapping on first him. First of all, that's a fantastic point. <laughs> <laughs> that was some residual doo-doo. First of all, a bird doodled on me or multiple birds. First of all, let me tell you what else happened. Three birds doodled on me, which <laughs> wouldn't have happened. Because as soon as I finished, I text Vinny, I'm done. No, actually, I didn't. I thought I texted him. <laughs> See? I went and sat outside for 30 minutes. Came back in to go to the bathroom. Vinny had been waiting there the whole time. I whole said, time. Where you been, man? He was like, I, I was here. When I said I'd be right there, I was right there. I said, well, birds were doodling on me. He doesn't usually lie about that either. <laughs> I birds said, were doodling on me. And I looked up, I didn't see no birds. They knew what they was up to. Did, did they? Yeah, you they didn't, didn't is the problem. I didn't know. I didn't feel nothing. I was like, man. You and Melissa are the silliest inebriated people Man, I'm ever. a happy, I'm a hugging like, hey, man. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm having a blast. <laughs> hey, everybody. All right. I'm going to so, go out of order because that was dark. There's another dark thing in the docket today, but I want to go out of order. Okay, I was about to say, what is, the, what is the light thing? The light thing is an Adam Sandler versus Jim Carrey versus. Oh, okay, we're going down, down. I baby. want to go way down to yeah. release some pressure off the Because I was about to say, we don't have anything. It was a dark docket today. Very dark. Very dark. So, if Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey battled in the versus using movie or show scenes, who would win? Angel? A Jim Carrey. Why is that? Hands Why are we down. talking about Ace Adam? Ventura alone. Ace Ventura alone. Go back to their uh, their uh, sketch comedy show days. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jim Carrey's Fire Marshal Bill and um, Vera DeMilo. Let me tell you. Hi, I'm Vera DeMilo. <laughs> Doing all in that, uh, the bikini? Man. With the nipple, trying to cover just the nipple? Oh, my God. Uh, Jim Carrey, granted, is not <clears throat> doing movies the way he used to. Mm -mm. But when he came, he, it just felt like there was no limit to where he would go for the joke. Hold on one second. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't think I am trying to find. Tony Baker did this. I'm trying to find it because he actually lined the movies yes, up. Yes, he did. He did line them up. I'm trying to find if I, and I don't think so, Ever laughed at as hard at Saturday Night Live as I did at Living in Living Color? No, I don't think I Absolutely don't think I not. ever did. I mean, the thing about In Living Color is that they knew who their uh, audience base was. Not to say that white people weren't watching it, but then they made sure they told jokes that we, yeah. as black audience members, would find funny. Where SNL, we're there are black people that watch SNL, so I'm not trying to say that, but I don't feel like our culture is where they're trying to find jokes. Absolutely agree. So, I mean, from my perspective, there might be some white people that absolutely love <laughs> the silliness of. <laughs> you just reminded me of what your point. What? My old boss at All Deaf. There's a more cowbell sketch on Saturday Night Live. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. And he thought this was the funny. Yeah, well, the person is like, that's, <laughs> yes. Right? Uh, and it's funny. It is. It, it is. is funny, but he was like, he thought this was like God's the, gift to comedy. Yeah. Because you get, what happens is he wanted more cowbell. Uh -huh. right, and then Will right. Ferrell was like hitting it more. And I was like, yeah, no, I got it. Yes. I, I was, I, I definitely got it. It's, it's funny. It's yeah. definitely funny. Yeah. But like. Wanda, yeah, homie the clown, right, hated it. Like yeah. one sketch was. of of in living color 
the drunk dude, hey, carried around the the dookie and the pickle Damn. jar. Damn. Your honor, your honor. David Allen Greer, like the hit, hit go. go. <laughs> I mean, just like bam, that <laughs> all the time. I mean, and by the way, you talk about ratio of cast to stardom. Oh, in living color. Oh, everybody, rocket Can- ships. Everyone and Kim Wayne just bulls. was like, "I'm cool." Now, it wasn't because she and she worked good. I would say none of the women really rocketed off of there. Kim Wayne did all right. She, well, like she wouldn't say she rocketed. No, she didn't. She had TV shows though. Yeah, she didn't rocket off of there. Is what she I say. No, no, I agree. <laughs> I, yes, but, but still, no. All the women, the white lady and um, oh, I keep forgetting my sore Takia. Yeah. None of them rocketed off of there the way the men did, but all those men did Kenan, really well. Marlon. Sean, Damon, Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey, David Allen Greer, Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson. That's eight people. That just murdered. I mean, just. And Living Color was on for like, what, three seasons, something Mate, like that? I don't even was, it, was it only three? It was a it lot felt like less. I thought it, was so it might be four. I felt like it was so much of my childhood. I can't. Oh, I, my God. It was only that. Hold on, let me see. I'm and then the, the Fly Girls. I, Fly you, Girls. You know what I feel like would have been a better matchup. I mean, I get why they put Adam Sandler because Happy Gilmore has made so many movies. Like, he came out of the box just like, I'm a, I am don't care how dumb the premise is. Yeah. I'm going to make a movie about it. I feel like Will Ferrell, to me, would be a better matchup actually for what, Jim Carrey. Oh, no. We were so close. Tony did Eddie Murphy versus Jim Carrey. Ah. And he did Will Ferrell versus Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, I think I feel that's like Jim Carrey's match. career is, is more closely, uh, comedy careers lines up better with Eddie Murphy's than Adam Sandler's. I guess so. The only, the only thing that's uh, got me a little like, oh, do we want to put them together is because Eddie Murphy has one whole other genre that Jim Carrey doesn't have, which is stand-up. Well, Jim Carrey did stand-up. When? Who? Early. That's how he got on. He used to do impressions. Don't nobody know him oh, from when well, he was doing stand-up? No, no, no. That, I'm, I'm what, not saying he was the best, but... He wasn't even known. Yeah, but I'm only talking about <laughs> movies. Eddie Murphy, first of all, Kevin Hart couldn't catch... And this is not shade. This is just showing you how big Eddie Murphy was. He couldn't catch Eddie Murphy's sales in stand-up comedy uh, movies with inflation. Oh, wow. Raw and delirious. And I'm talking about Kevin was... By and large, ahead of any anybody else, he actually said, "Man, I I gave up. I couldn't do it." Yeah, and Eddie was like 20, 21. Man. He was Fred Hampton. He was okay. Here's the Eddie Murphy versus Jim Carrey. I like your thoughts, Angel and Josh. Do you know who Jim Carrey is? Of course, I okay. just referenced Ace Ventura. I know, Kevin. but just were you like the baby? Okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Terrible. This is your thoughts, Angel. Forty eight hours or Ace Ventura? Oh wow. That's a hard one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ace. I was about to say Ace, Ace would still be probably the one for me. It was just there was nothing like it. And his physical comedy. First of all, <gasps> the, one of the funniest things ever in movie history, Ace Ventura Two, when he comes out of the rhinoceros' butt, oh naked, yes, naked, like, like he was giving I birth. Thought I would <laughs> die. And both were good too. They're both, both good, but the. One doesn't doesn't uh, hold up with the transphobia stuff. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of his movies of don't hold up. Like even when he's in the like African community. Yeah. But one of my funniest, the one well, of the funniest the... moments for me was, excuse me, sir, your balls are showing. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> that bumblebee tuna. 
Oh my God. I used to say that to church, in church to people as they were praying. I would get in their ear. Excuse me, sir. Your balls are showing. Bubble be tuned. While they're over at Father God, we thank you. We break you disrupt the spirit. Oh, because it was funny to me. And just to watch them break, you ain't paying attention to God. You see how quickly you distracted? You you saw a discord. (laughs) What'd you say, Josh? Ace Ventura? Ace. Okay, next one. Uh, the mask and trading places. It doesn't even matter. The the, no, trading places. The mask oh. was not one for me. I I agree. Trading places. Billy Valentine. Uh, yes. Hold on. Let me. Double Eddie check. Murphy. That's actually not it. The mask is like <laughs> yes type of comedy. Trading places actually had a good story to it, but also was funny. I want to say his name Billy Ray Valentine. I'm pulling it. He up. was in the park with no legs. No <laughs> legs, and they picked him up. <laughs> and he put. Oh, I can't <laughs> it was so good, and I think you're right. I feel like the just even the um, the way they uh, Dan Aykroyd, Ralph Bell, who was the other person? Randolph and Mortimer. They wasn't coming to America. Oh my gosh, Randolph and Mortimer. They came back and coming to America. We're back, Randolph. <laughs> I don't know why they're not showing. They're showing me every other piece of the cast, but not who I want. Not see. Eddie Murphy. Like I don't know what order IMDb is putting this in, but it's not the way I want it to be. Uh, but yeah, that movie was everything. Where is this thing? Okay, here we go. So what'd you say? Oh, we trading place, and Josh said the mask. I said the mask. He said the mask. Okay. Um, Beverly Hills Cop and Dumb and Dumber. Whoo! Jeez, Louise. That's so hard. I'm ah. That was not hard for me. I I don't. I love Dumb and Dumber. I have so many quotables from Dumb and Dumber. I don't have quotables from Beverly Hills Cop, but I would watch Beverly Hills Cop right now. I would watch it. Oh, and I would watch Dumb and Dumber. So it's going to be in Dumb and Dumber because I can quote Dumb and Dumber. I could. Dumb and Dumber is coming to America. And Dumb and Dumber are my one A and one B. Our pets have fallen off. I told you that's my favorite. <laughs> A random lie to yell. It was so good. <laughs> Our pets had them on. <laughs> the little blind boy is sitting there petting the dead Pretty pet. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. It had masking tape around its neck. Pretty birdie. Pretty bird. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Ah! The, the car? Ah! You can't triple double double snap. You can't triple double double snap, Lord. You can't do that. Guys! La, la, la. Guys! Guys! <laughs> Mock. Yeah. King. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Mock. Yeah. <laughs> that movie. Listen, I could just he, pull all day. I, 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 okay. It's a couple more quotables. Um, he comes outside. What's up, guys? Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. <laughs> I said that for the next 20 years. Of course, because it's stupid. Oh, he peed on him. He said, man, he just let it go. go. He's like, oh. That's so that's you're saying there's a chance. I still say that. Yes. So, so you're, you're telling me there's a chance. Oh. First of all, Jim Carrey, Harry's hands were cold. He said, you want these gloves? My hands are sweaty. You had two pair of gloves this whole time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Aspen. <laughs> that movie's so good. What is this? That movie's so good. Dead serious. Yeah. Oh, 279,000. You want to keep an eye on you for that? <laughs> I say 279,000 <laughs> to this day. 
Have you realized what <laughs> you've done? <laughs> oh, that movie's so good. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. Next. The Golden Child, Batman Forever. Why is Batman Forever on there? That one's not close at all for me. I know. The Golden Child was everything. The Golden Child was great. And I hated, I did not like how goofy the Riddler was. Yeah. It in was kind of was was a reach. He was that, and that was Mr. Freeze was goofy, and in the cartoon, Mr. Freeze was about his wife, bro. He was like, "I'm trying to save my wife. You think this is a game?" Mm-hmm. And all the sorts of niggas was like, "Freeze!" And I was like, "I." Hate. And then Batman had nipples. Ew. Oh man, it was the nipple. It was just Ew. everything was nipple wrong. Game. Was that was Ew. that movie? Nipples hard. Nipples. You know, the Golden Child was a girl, by the way. Oh, didn't mm-hmm. know that. Remember the the woman that had the the snake body at the the dragon body at the end. Of Golden Child, when they knocked down the uh, the screen and you saw that she was attached to a snake body, y'all don't remember that in Golden I don't, Child. I don't remember that. Mm. that thing gave me nightmares. Did like it? they, because you remember they wouldn't allow him to see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they when he knocked it down, you saw that she was like half body, half woman, half snake. How do you not remember that? It's a little foggy. Oh my! I'm talking about it was maybe my brain. Maybe my brain closed it out. Listen, you go to therapy and they're gonna pull it back out. Ask her, and she's gonna be like, "Yeah, Lydia, Ah! why the snake body woman?" No, if you can't get into her, you can go to Talkspace though. (laughs) Talkspace. Is a place that everybody, thank you, I appreciate it. I needed it. I was was like, like, uh, it's uh, taking forever for us to get here. Talk space. Listen, at the beginning of the pandemic, it felt like it was only going to be a few months and that it was only going to be temporary. And then, y'all, this quarantine, everything. March again, April. I mean, (laughs) I got the whole world messed up. The pandemic started in March. It's going to be March. It's about to be March. It's about to be my kid's birthday again. And I really thought that, oh, by the summer, you remember what they said? It's It's going to get hot. It's my birthday again with another pandemic birthday. And and so we can't really pretend like this isn't happening and this is not having an effect on us, an effect on how we how we operate in day-to-day life. And sometimes you do need to talk to someone about what you're thinking and about what you're going through. And that is why Talkspace is such a wonderful platform for you to be able to talk to professional licensed therapists. Listen, I know all of our listeners aren't black, so but I'm still going to talk to y'all for a second. It can be hard, regardless of what part of this world you live in, to deal with the things that we deal with on a regular basis that we have now normalized because yeah. we realize like things haven't changed. The the fears that we go through of just trying to survive day to day. This is not normal. No. This is not the way any human being should ever have to live their life. And you don't have to carry this burden by yourself. There are licensed professionals that want to be able to help you. And that's one of the benefits of therapy. You can go down all the rabbit holes of your life to sort out the things that are keeping you from living your best life, whether it be past trauma, whether it be current social economic um, conditions around your life, whether it be family, a licensed therapist. Therapy can help you sort those things out. I wholeheartedly recommend Talkspace for therapy. You can sign up online and start therapy the same day as you sign up. Depending on the plan you choose, you can text video or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions from the comfort of your home. Talkspace is secure and private. Using the latest end-to-end bank grade encryption, encryption, excuse me, technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. So this is what we want you to do. Listen to this. Okay. So 
Therapists can give you really practical guidance that can change your life for the better. Talkspace will give you the support that you need. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code CREW Crew. to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's CREW. CREW with a K. K K-R-E-W and Talkspace.com. All right. Also, there's one more Dumb and Dumber thing I have to say for the next movie. Please. When the cop pulled them over. And he had been peeing in all those bottles. Mm-hmm. He was like, what you been doing? Sucking on grandpa's old cough medicine, have ya? You pumpkin pie haircutted freak. And then he drank that pee and he was like. <laughs> yes. So funny. It was so, so funny. But anyway, okay, next up. Please. Beverly Hills Cop 2 versus Ace Ventura 2. Ace Ventura 2. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2. I loved Ace Ventura All right, here's the next one. Harlem Knights or Liar Liar. Um, even though, oh, I'm going to be honest, and this is not going to be a opinion that people judge me well on, I wasn't into either one of them like that. Really? To be honest. But if Hear I had to that, choose, Blacks? Listen to me. Listen to me clearly. I, while I liked Harlem Nights, and I liked Liar Liar, it's not like I'm like, oh, let me put on mm. one of these. But if I had to choose between two, it would be Harlem Nights, hands down. I would choose Liar Liar. Riley. One of my favorite movies. You also mm. saw Harlem Nights last week, though, right? I was trying to leave that out. Okay. <laughs> oh, you just now for the first time? I just never watched Harlem Nights in 2018. Wow. Uh, you hear that, Blacks? That scene of Arsenio Hall. <laughs> People said, do you hear that? When they yeah. were shooting at the at Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And, and, and the dude had the little gun. <laughs> yes, that is the funniest scene of the whole thing. That scene's funnier than anything in Liar Liar. Mm-hmm. But overall, I love Liar Liar. Mm. Uh, Simmons is old. He does the whole monologue. He takes the hat. Oh, that's also racist now, actually. I like when he does the, scalp. the claw and the, the corny stepdad. Oh. The claw's coming. The claw's going to get you. The claw. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I would say Harlem Nights, just to have all of those amazing people in one movie. That would have been great to be on set when they were waiting between um, scenes for lighting to change. That would have possibly oh, been. Oh, man. I probably would have been peeing I mean, on myself. Della Reese, Eddie, Pryor, Red Fox, um, more black people. And blacks and on blacks Just and blacks. Just great. It was great. Oof. And Red, Richard Pryor playing a muted role. Mm-hmm. You know, and Eddie wasn't even like. Going super Eddie. He was yeah. he was chilling. Him fighting Della Reese was great. Oh, she yeah. got back up. Yes. She was like, oh. No. <laughs> and her being mad at Red Fox for orange juice. Ah, so good. It is. But Liar Liar was just, I, I just. I love sunshine. Because my pee's so moved. good when you throw it in the air. It turned into sunshine. <laughs> Favorite line of that movie. Another 48 Hours or The Truman Show? Ah. Oh. Jeez Louise. I Truman. Truman Show. I can't even remember what happened in another 48 hours. I'm I, sure I, I enjoyed it a lot, but the Truman Show, I remember. Truman Show is fantastic. Good morning. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, good night. I mean, I had never seen anything like that before in my mm-hmm. life. Very much so reminds me when I watch WandaVision, that's what it reminds me of. I Truman say that Show. all the time. I made, I made my boys watch Truman Show. It's very similar. Very similar. And so I'd never seen anything like before in my life. Such an eerie thing. And then it makes you begin to think. Is that happening in I my life? I looked at the sky when I left. 
I looked at this guy. Also, one division is creep. I'm caught central. up. Oh yeah, it is. I'm caught up. I'm caught up. Okay. Okay. Spoiler alert for spoiler. just a second. Spoiler. The commercial where the little boy had the yogurt, and like then that. he couldn't get it open, and he just and he just died. What the heck, man? I, most of their commercials were making sense until that one. I was like, well, yeah, we've it's taken all a her dark turn. And stuff like the Sokovia stuff, mm-hmm. but man, mm-hmm. I was like, this is Joe. Be like. Ooh, this is creepy. I'm still, the one thing that I'm still trying to figure out on WandaVision, and we can stop talking about it, is why they use the X-Men that ran fast to yeah. play her brother. So here's the theory on this. Please, somebody Spoiler alert me. again. That's supposed to be the, the multiverse. So the new Doctor Strange movie is the multiverse of madness. Oh. So what they're... What I, I, you know, I watch my YouTube videos after my WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Me and Zay Zay be watching all the videos to understand. My guy Charlie over at Emergency Awesome tells me that what they did is they opened the door uh-huh. to the multiverse. So if you've seen Miles Morales, uh, Spider Man, uh, Into the Spider Verse. So the idea is that same thing's happening with X Men. So they called in the whatever that multiverse uh, Quicksilver in. That's a theory, okay. not proven yet. Uh, but if it is, because I've heard that WandaVision, which likely will only be one season, which hurts my heart, but it makes sense. Like, I don't know where it goes in season yeah, two. Yeah, how, how do we go further? It's too long to be a movie, but not long enough to be a multi-season show. Yeah. But they the needed to set up this time Doctor period, right? Season. Yes. This yes. is right after uh, Endgame. Or Infinity. No. This, this is right after Which was the second one? Endgame or Infinity War? Endgame, right? Yeah. But Endgame. No, that was... The second one was Endgame, right? Yeah, it was. I, I don't remember the name. Wait, the uh, Avengers of Endgame was the second of the two this Avengers is, movies. No, this is after no, the last one. After the people have come back. Yeah, that was Endgame though, right? The I snap, this, the first snap is Infinity War. Okay, so the okay, second so, one's Endgame. So Endgame, you're right there. Okay, so this is right after Endgame. Yeah, Correct. So that's that's what I was saying in between. Though I was, I was saying in between the snap. It's not snap. in between. No, no, it's, it's not after. in between. It's uh, after. They just the went people, back to the snap to show you what happened to Ram to Monica Rambo. Because you remember the people have That's come back. That's what threw me off. Yeah. That was a time period. That was a flashback. Off. Okay. They were just showing you what happened to her. Okay. But anyway. Um, that's what I think is happening because I had the same question. I have to go right to my guy after that because I was like, okay, I know that's the dude from X Men. You got to start sending little Marcus these links. This is type Mercy of- Awesome. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah, because so, he'll be all into like, and okay, it's clean no. too. The guy, the guy watches clean. It better be because you sent my son some filth. Oh and well, you sent my wife some filth. She yes, asked she for it. Hmm. She did. I need to cut that joke up and put it on. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So Truman Show. What'd you say, Joshy? Truman. Okay. Yeah. Next. Is Mulan and Lemony Snickets? That's not even close. Mulan, not even close. Eddie Murphy has that dragon. Just that's yeah. I don't even recall I what happened even, to Lemony Snickets. Lemony Snickets. It was not for me. It, wasn't he like it was evil? Odd. Yeah, he yeah. Was like an evil looking weird guy. Weird. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. Uh, also, Eddie Murphy. The next one is Shrek versus Horton Hears a Who. Shrek, not even in the same stratosphere. I don't even remember. Horton oh, Hears Horton Hears a Who is okay, but Donkey? Eddie Murphy as Donkey. Yeah. The monologue about Parface. You to- <laughs> try your little tenderness. Who the hell don't like Parface? Everybody like Parface. I, I feel like Eddie Murphy in um, Michael 
what was his name? Who played Shrek? Michael Myers. Michael, Michael My- Mike Myers. Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. There we go. Michael Myers. I feel like <laughs> they are who turned the who literally turned the bus around. At one point in time, only voice actors did animation. You weren't really. Just, this is what this is my opinion. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. I feel like prior to that movie. We were not used to hearing a bunch of celebrity voices in cartoons. That's I, fair. I, I agree with that. We were hearing voiceover actors because voiceover actors can typically do about six different voices that are very distinct yeah. that you don't even know it's one person doing. By the way, we did a voiceover actor challenge on the challenge show coming soon. Can't wait for y'all to see it. Um, the exception of Toy Story. I think that Did might- Toy Story come before Shrek? Oh, I was... Yeah. I was did talking it? about... Yeah, I was talking about like Tom Hanks. The first one for sure. Yeah, Toy Story is 96. But because even then, Disney didn't really go that route with the exception. Finding Nemo had Ellen, but. But that was after. Yeah, Shrek. no, but I, I think you're right in the sense of like more commonly. 2001, Shrek. Yeah, I see it now. Not voiceover type actors. Yes. I feel like the what they did uh, for Donkey and Shrek. Man. I think it. Voice voice actors lost their cachet, and it became truly about what celebrity. Really, what celebrity can we get? Who mm. is that person that we can get that is going to embody this character? I mean, I feel bad for voiceover actors because of it, because some people aren't that great. I mean, they're we know their voice, and we're like, ah, that sounds familiar, mm-hmm. but. Eddie Murphy really made Donkey into a character. Oh my Mike God. Myers actually created. We weren't listening to Mike Myers' no. voice. He he was doing his you were little track. Yes. So, um, oh, excuse me. I mean, today has been a day, guys. It's that liquor coming up. Um, I feel like that's when the bus really, really turned, and it was like game over. And every big animation movie then needed to have. I agree. Cause like who did the Mulan voice? Who was the lead? Who was the lead voice of that? I was I, I, know, I was about to say Christina Aguilera, but I know she was just yeah, she singing. just sang the song. Who is that girl? I, I still don't know who sang who did that voice. <laughs> it was a uh, it's a it's an actress that okay no these are they did use some well it was because they were all Asian so we don't know those mm-hmm. people like that who but they that? were her name is um, Ming Na Huin. That was Mulan? Yes. Oh, nice. And I've seen her face before, but we wouldn't really know who that was. So. Okay. Next, Angel. Yeah. Shrek 2. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to say Shrek because Shrek is the business. No, Shrek 2 or what? Hold on. Give me one second, Angel. Instagram's <laughs> tripping. Shrek 2 or Christmas Carol? Shrek 2. Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> dream Girls or Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind? Oh, dream Girls. I'm sure people would choose the Eternal Sunshine. I wouldn't. And I'm, I'm still upset that Eddie Murphy did not win the Oscar for Jimmy Early. He did such a good job. He, he did. really killed that. Yeah. And I was very upset when he didn't win for Dream Girls. Oh, I'm, I don't know why you were upset. And the guy from Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless <laughs> Mind won. Mm-hmm. Some some dude. Yeah, that's how the Oscars go. So I, I don't, don't I don't care, Angel. Then then why are you upset then? Mm. Okay. Good point. You do care. Life or fun with Dick and Jane? Oh Ooh. my gosh. Fun with Dick and Jane was a good time. I holler at that movie, but then when you put Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence together, how do you not make magic? Ugh. Life by a mile. It's not a mile for me, but I would miles. say my I would say life. 
It's what? It's not a mile. Three miles. It's you going to eat your cornbread? It's the next door. No. And I like fun with Dick and Jane. I was really hoping to see more Eddie and Martin movies. I, I thought it was going to be the beginning of like like a dynamic duo. They, they just did that. Yeah. Yeah. And Martin held his own against Eddie. Yeah, Martin was a phenomenal like character actor, just doing the most. But I don't know. I think he it might be a straight man in that. No, I'm saying in in general, he oh, is a God, phenomenal God. character actor. But I think it's probably hard to write movies when you got two ex- phenomenally funny people. That's probably true. It's, it, I would think it's difficult, but I'm also not a like film writer like that. So not yet, Angel. It's true. Soon, very soon, makes my brain hurt. We are going to see the king. Becca said Eddie won a king queen comedy after life. I know. I was like, is Becca testing us? After that, there was a, there was a period there where Eddie was like, Nutty Professor 2 or Dumb and Dumber 2? Nutty Professor 2. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber 2 was the worst. I hated yeah. every second of it. I wish it never happened. Oh, no. Dr. Doolittle 2 or Kick Butt 2? I don't even know Kick oh, Butt 2. Uh, I don't remember the second one. Yeah, me neither. Can I choose a different person altogether? <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Yeah. Uh, a couple more here. Uh, Daddy Daycare or Mr. Popper's Penguins? It's going to have to be Daddy, Daddy Daycare. Daycare wasn't bad. I well, that's Adam Popper's Sandler. Penguins. No, that, no, was no it's Daddy. Daddy. that was Big Daddy. Daddy no, Daycare. Which one am I thinking of? Big Daddy. We had little kids. I know, I, I know there was one that came out in the last 10 years that was about, it was like a vacation trip. Oh, you're talking, I know what you're talking about. That's, uh, that's Adam Sandler and Grown Eddie ups? Murphy. Uh, Adam Sandler. Dang, that's going to kill me because they made two of them. Uh-huh. I know what you're talking about. Grown Ups? It might have been Grown Ups, like you said. Mm-hmm. And Martin Lawrence. I'm sorry. It was uh, Adam Sandler and Martin Lawrence. That was a the bunch of comedians with it in it. I think yes. so. Yeah, definitely grown ups. That was a good time. Dolomite or Sonic? Dolomite. Dolomite. I didn't see Sonic. Sonic. Melissa said it was pretty good, actually. Oh, Wild Hogs. Are you talking about Wild Hogs? No. No. Was Eddie Murphy in that? Or no, Mar- I know Martin, Martin was Lawrence. in that. Was in that one. It was Martin Lawrence and Adam Sandler. I think. Both. No, it wasn't. Mm-mm. No, Tom. It was. Tom, it was Tim uh, Allen. Tim Allen. You're right. <laughs> 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 Overall, though. I think it's Eddie Murphy. I don't know. Coming to America wasn't in that, but I don't think any Eddie Murphy. I don't think um, Dumb and Dumber is the only movie that's close to coming to America for me. But Coming to America is my favorite comedy of all time. Coming to America has so many memories attached. It's to the it most quotable movie for me in the history of the world. Uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy played out like seven characters that were all uniquely funny. I didn't know he was the Jewish guy in the barbershop for a minute there. Oh, I, I did. Uh, I don't. It wasn't a minute. It, it wasn't on the day that I watched it, but yeah. I don't know what day it was that I was just like, oh, that's He's, Eddie and yeah. Arsenio. That might be the movie I've seen the most in my life. Uh, that might be. I don't know. I color don't color Purple. We, uh, as a black woman, they my mother used to make us watch it and shout at the end. I've never seen Coming to America. Make, make you shout. The maybe come on, y'all. God, oh, is. come in. on, try it. Okay, <laughs> tell you something. Yeah, you said Peter Carey. <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, y'all didn't know. No doubt about it. Mm. Eh, 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 eh. Jesus walked on water one day. No, no doubt, doubt about it. it. And he told Peter to come. 
no doubt about it. Peter came. <laughs> and see. Just funny the second yeah. time. Oh. I was expecting you to have a whole verse. Nope. <laughs> in the no. end, Peter came right in the middle of the measure. Peter, Peter came. came. Yeah. That, uh, How do you set up the no doubt about it just to end that quick? Listen, and she made us say it. She come on, no <laughs> doubt about that was the Sunday. That was the title of the Sunday school lesson. No doubt about it. Not having doubt in your heart. And she's like, I know what'll get to the youth. Come on, y'all. No <laughs> doubt about it. But the best part is the adults trying to get to the youth and thinking what they think is cool. <laughs> yes. Oh. it's it's my mother was one of the best youth pastors ever but i also remember because we had a couple little thugs um that you know thought they were going to be out here in these streets and one of the boys had said something out of the side of his neck to my mother she picked him up by his collar and slammed him up against the wall at church yes and i was like well they're meeting dorothy (laughs) (laughs) they knew evangelists really they're meeting dot that's who they're meeting today they meeting dotty they meeting may yeah yeah i was like that was your mom named dorothy may yeah. Black folks gonna throw that May in there. Oh yeah. Her mother's name was Dorothy Lee. She's Dorothy May. <laughs> Dorothy May. Do- Will it <laughs> Cletus comedy? You know him? No. Cletus, Cletus he did our thing, a clean clean show. His mom, his grandma's name is Willie Dorothy. Oh. <laughs> I, I have That's a another Willie D, man. Willie Dorothy? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, ma'am, sir, what? We didn't know name? the gender when it was born. It was Willie Dorothy regardless. Willie Dor- 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 Don't matter what I'm having. Yeah, Willie Dorothy. I had a. Uh, my, a May. In- oh, go ahead. oh, I was about to say, my great grandmother's name was Willa Hester May. What? Oh, Willa, Willa May Hester. One of the, It was in that order, something like that. Willa May Hester. Black folks going to love a May and a Jean. Oh, my yeah. grandma named Ruthie Jean. That's one word here. Mm-hmm. Ruthie Jean. I got a Barbara Jean. Barbara Jean. Yeah. We but love listen, it. Listen, my Mary Elizabeth. Oh, now that's that's that clean Mary name. Elizabeth? There's no hyphen either. It's no, just... man. Mary Black folks gonna put that full Mary Elizabeth. They they cut it down to, you know, Mary Elizabeth became Mary Elizabeth. Josh, you haven't seen Coming to America? I whispered that into the mic and the chat went crazy. <laughs> Josh, I, just, I haven't. Is he required though? I yes. Oh, Coming watch to it. America to work for a co- black comedian? I see Nacho Libre. Whoa, my God, racist! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that Nacho Libre is my favorite. Nacho Libre is so Jack Black movie. Funny. It it's used to be ridiculous. School of Rock. Nacho Libre. We should have a Jack Black versus. I love. First of all, Jack Black is equally good in comedy or straight. In uh, Enemy of the State, he's not being funny at all. He's just one (laughs) of those operative dudes going after Will Smith. (laughs) He's not being funny at all. He's not. Uh, Also, uh, they were asking in the chat, I want to know you guys, not you, Josh, because you haven't seen it. Are you excited about coming to America too? Excited is not the word that I would use. How about you see the first one before you see the second? That'll that'll work. But I, I'm not excited. But I'm going to give it all of the best of thoughts that I can. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going into this like, what is this BS? I'm going into it like, you know what? Maybe, maybe they hit it out the park. Maybe. I, it's so hard to do a comedy sequel. Yeah, they're really hard. The drop off between the Hangover and the Hangover Two and Three is 
catastrophic. Yeah, they just got raunchier and raunchier. Well, they literally they just didn't made even this, redo them. They made the same story three times. It, yeah. And the first one worked because it was like, oh, this is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't lose another. But this time in, in Thailand. Ba- in Bangkok. It just got raunchier. And uh, when yeah, I sure. saw all the penises and uh, the balls. Thailand at the, was uh, graphic. Yes, at the in the Thailand strip club, I was like, "It's just too much for hot. me." It's Melissa loves Hangover. It's a great well, movie. Hangover Jack Galifianakis' funny. character. By the way, I didn't realize he didn't cuss that whole movie. Me neither. I can believe it. Jack Galifianakis and kick the ground. <laughs> shoot! I, I watched the beginning of one of his stand-ups. He was like, "Hello, you guys. My name is Jack Galifianakis." Did I say that right? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I do? This is totally random. I wonder if you do this too, but you've already been on TV a lot. I look at stars and I see when they got their first big break. Mm. And it's often much later in life than I realize. Zach mm. Galifianakis was closing in on 40. Ellen. Ellen was much. The people, it's rare to be like Eddie Murphy. Like yes. 21, something like that. Chris, Chris Tucker. Yeah. That is rare. Sam Jackson got started really late. Yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby, I know he has his stuff, but I was watching. Tony had me watch a movie, Uptown Saturday Night. He wants to make a buddy comedy uh-huh. in that vein of like very simple story. So uh-huh. he had me watch Uptown Saturday Night. And I realized he was post 40 before the Cosby show came out. Mm-hmm. Steve Carell was like either 41 or 43. When The Office broke. When The Office came. Like, yeah, he had and that all this, Bruh. Bro, he had more he hair in the season two. He yeah. had the taper on the. Yeah. On the they end. said that he was just, they. it was the way they combed his hair, but I. No. It was thin. No, they put plugs in that next That's season. That's what I'm saying. Sure. <laughs> you said they put in plugs. Yeah. They had to have. But uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis, um, before, how, do you know how old he was in The Hangover? Uh-uh. I don't I feel like he was not young. Two. I'd be like, man, Kev, you, you still got time. Three. 33, you think? You Oh, you don't think you're on? 30. No. What is on for you? What What is Lock, that then? I'm sorry. Films? What the hell is on? Cover what is Forbes. No. I need to be Issa. Issa's these, on to me. Wait a minute. But there, a lot of the people you name have never been on Forbes. I want to be I want to be like as big as Tyler Perry, Will, Will Packer, household name. Everybody knows me, Kevin Hart. So no, I'm not on yet. Okay. I'm so on my way sure. though. For so sure. I'm in the early part. On my Wikipedia, I'm in the early career. I feel like it's a different path though. Definitely a different path. That's why it's taking longer. So he's the ownership 51. path is a long time. When did The Hangover come out? It came out in 2009, so that would have been um, 11, no, not 12 years ago. So 51 minus 12. 39. There you go. 39. I took a guess and I got it. Come on. That's what I'm saying, baby. There's still hope for the kid. There's still hope for you. When I met Tasha Smith back in Washington when I was very young, she helped fund our acting class. And I am forever eternally grateful for her. We were like, can you put us on, Tasha? Can you put us on? We were freaking, can I have some of that Hollywood? And she said something that really stuck with me. She said, you're already on. And that's what I'm confused by with you. Don't don't get caught up in something that won't allow you to see where you already are. Peace be the journey. You know, that's actually often interesting, Angel. That's a, a thing I'm supposed to be working on. I was talking to Brisha Webb, your friend. Our friend, uh, she was shooting with us the other day. And I was like, Brisha, do you even know how many movies you've been in? And she was like, no. I was like, is it just like going to work for you? And she was like, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm, it's just a job. Wow. I was like, that's crazy. She was like, shut up, soundstage. And then she just walked by me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You bought a soundstage. And then just left. By the way, Brisha is a tiny human. 
I tried to tell you. I, I knew, but I ain't know. Yeah, you got to have a self-esteem. Be around her. <laughs> Being a big gal like me, you got to know who you are and be confident because she's a little pocket-sized thing. Little pocket size, little petite. When she talking about she getting fat, I want to push her over into the wind. Listen. <laughs> to the wind. And to the wind. I'm like, is that what that is? Angel, look at my belly. Ah! <laughs> that extra weight is the, the 22 inches of your new wig that you done put on. That is not actual weight. But, yeah, she's a little tiny human being. But, no, Kevin. <clears throat> I'm constantly having to remind Brisha that she's on. I'm like, you are you are here. Really? Yes. I'm like, you're, you have arrived. That's what I'm always saying. Honey, you've arrived. She's a lead. She was number one on the call sheet with Tyler's parent. She's. Number one, Angel. She is like yourself. She has aspirations that she has yet to reach. And, and I think goals are always phenomenal and great. And shouldn't anyone tell you where your goal should be? Mm. However, I do think you do yourself a disservice to not truly celebrate and recognize where you are. Oh, wow. Speak on that more, Angel. Mm-hmm. You know, let's no, lean, she can stop. No, let's lean into that. <laughs> she can stop at any time truly, if you ask me. Truly, because there are a lot of people that are looking up to you as their aspiration. Mm-hmm. You are their Tyler Perry. Ooh, and not good. to say that you have to base your life off of what other yeah, people see. However. Go to her single. <laughs> <laughs> however, truly, like, I do think that it does everyone a disservice, including yourself, not to really understand, like, what you've accomplished. Ooh, you're not on her single yet. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Right? Don't you think so? No. Kevin, you are employing people. You're giving people jobs. You're giving people financial stability that did not have it prior to 2020. Amen. Definitely not in the middle of a pandemic. I remember when the pandemic started, Josh was like, hey, man. No, no. If, if it's story. over. I, True story. So the way, we used to invoice, the way we used to invoice was through PayPal, right? <laughs> so normally, even like we're on tour, Kevin would pay early. This is like two, two, probably two, three weeks or like the first pay period into like pandemic season that we would have. <laughs> I remember sending my invoice and at this time, like all the unemployment numbers were just skyrocketing, <laughs> right? I mean, that's, it's not a funny thing, but that's what was happening at the time. Right. So. <laughs> he turned he's, like, he's like, wait a minute, just so you know, I'm not just, laughing just at you guys. Context, just, yeah, this is just for context. So I was like, this is probably like the third, <laughs> the third of the month or whatever it was. I was like. Hey, Kev, I don't, you know, if... Josh, if, where's if, your cam? Well, I, I, I swapped it. Oh, okay. It's a delay. It's, it's delay. It's, it's okay. delay, delay. Um, I was like, hey, Kev, you know, we got to, like, talk and, you know, like, renegotiate. Let me know. He's like, did, did it not go through? I was like, yeah, I was just checking in on it. You know, nothing. He's like, oh, let me know. Like, we're, we're, we're good, man. I was like, oh, my God. I just marked... The way I do my... At that time, before Melissa took over payroll, much more efficient. Mm. I didn't mark an email, still to this day, I don't mark an email unread until I do the action item. Uh-huh. So sometimes PayPal, like emails, they come in, if you tap it on accident, yeah. it was marked. So I just marked his email red. And Josh was just like, well. It's like, it's like three days. I was like. Looks like it's over, guys. It was <laughs> nice. That's okay. I was like, hey, Kev, you know, like, I've thugged it out before, bro. We'll thug it out we'll, again. We'll thug it out again. <laughs> I'm here. I'm like, here with you, bro. He was like, do you need a PPE loan? They have them. I'm employed. If you need PPE loan for me, Joshua, I can help to do the sign-ups. I can. I can. I can. Yeah. Back to it, though. Uh, no. Yes, back to it. I'm going to tell you what. This is what? the honest truth. Tell it. I, I always think of stuff as like means to an end. 
Like the soundstage was not in my dream owning it. Uh-huh. I get I was, that. I was I just like, and even the app, like I was like, I want to make movies. Then the app came up and I was like, oh, this is probably better. Uh, I don't know that I, I, I am working on being more like present and in the moment. I don't like, I'm not, I don't talk down to myself or anything like that, but I also don't, I don't rest in my laurels either. I, I'm, this is not what I'm referring to as laurels. Even if we take away like your specific accomplishments of Ke- as Kev on stage, just the fact that you said you get so much joy from being able to put other people on, being able to start other people. Like there are so many, you're not just employing Angel. Because of you employing me, I was able to employ an assistant. Mm. I was able to employ a nanny. I was able to employ people to clean my house. Like there are other people that are, that's how much of an abundance you are in right now mm. is that. Is it that abundance? Yeah. I would say the fact that you're the, whatever God has blessed you with has rolled down a couple of levels mm. to mm. levels that you're not even touching anymore. You get like that you're not physically touching. Nice. You know, that's what Josh got a Tesla. Why? Josh got a couple of things. Stop it. A couple of things. He got some black women is in DM. I know that. Oh, of course. Because they hit me up to be like, how can I get to Josh? Like, girl, do you think I know the way to Josh's house? (laughs) They're like, I've never been. My name ain't Chloe, but it's Chloe. I want to finish it before I I invite everybody for dinner. I haven't seen it either. I feel a way, Angel. Do you really? Yes. Look at his face. I want to celebrate. Do I? Do we need to have it perfect to celebrate it? Absolutely we not. We just want to come over and say, "Oh, that's well. Yeah. Look at that. No, go ahead, Lincoln. Well, well. Hey, here we go. <laughs> not I this do, week. You can't just throw stuff. I can me. do. I can do Sunday. Let's do Sunday. I want brunch. You don't play. Yeah, we can do brunch. Brunch at Joshi's on Sunday. I can do it. I know you don't like to do stuff on Sunday, and y'all have a kid. No, I would love to do something. No, I know. I know. I'm gonna say he got a he got a Texas CEO, and once she gives Listen. the permission, I am the CEO. So if I say Sunday, it's Sunday. That's what I do. Listen, I don't do nothing in my life without texting that woman and say, "Hey." Can the I, only can thing I Marcus might throw at me is I got to do work on the soundstage. Very valid that's, stuff. That's a, that's a good reason. No, it ain't. If I want to go to Joshi's house, is the soundstage? Well, wait. Let them wait. <laughs> I am I'm talking, talking to, to my, my son. son. Uh, thank you, Angel. Um, I appreciate that. I didn't think I about myself you. like that. I just think about like, all right, cool. Angel's taking care of. Boom. Next what? All right, movie. And that's <laughs> gonna happen. That's gonna happen. It's soon. All right, movie is about to happen. That's soon. All right, movie's about to happen. I got three movies in line. One of me, a comedy with me and Angel. Well, they're all gonna have all of us, but me and Angel is the lead. Another one, me and Tony is the lead. Another one. I don't, it's only two. Uh, and then I want to help Angels do hers when she's ready. Let's go. Okay, I've got a piss. I Thank got you another guys podcast to do. For watching and being a part of our friendship and our lives, Patreon is watching this live as always. Join that at kevonstage.com. Everybody else will be watching this on Wednesday. That's fine too. Keep your distance comedy this Friday. Support emerging artists, black comedians. Uh, Kevin Stage Studios app. A whole new slew of content is going to start rolling out. A whole new slew. March. March. February to March, we got whole new things that are going to replace the current shows that are airing. A new show will air after the challenge show. New thing will air after season one to keep your distance. After Keon's thing, we'll all be replacing with new and new stuff. New, so new, make new, sure new, to new. get that. And thanks to y'all who got the app from the very beginning, man. man. I'm talking about day one and paid for the year. It was just like, man, I don't even care what y'all doing. I'm in for the year. Yes. That's like. That's love. Man, that was such a That's sign of like, belief. 
Because I didn't know it's aired in November yet, but they was like, I trust you. So anyway, we love you guys. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you at the conference. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. With my boy Kev on stage And that chick angel Selling a little Or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing However you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform That helps you sell at every stage of your business From the launch your online shop stage To the first real life store stage All the way to Did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.